In this morning's Tech Byte, Instagram introduces two new features, favorites and following for feed control, alleged mastermind behind Microsoft Hack could be a UK teenager, and new ECASA draft regulations would require mobile service providers to collect user biometric data. Good morning and welcome to Stuff's Tech Byte. A quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. Meta rolled out two new features for Instagram called Favorites and Following for managing your feed. This comes a week after introducing parental supervision controls for the social media platform. Instagram calls this a filtering feature. Not those filters, another type of filter. Info filters. The following feature shows you posts from the users you follow in the chronological order in which the posts were shared. The favorites feature shows you the latest posts from a list of curated accounts you choose. For example, friends, family, brands you love, and your favorite creators. Where do favorites and following cross paths? Well, posts from your favorite list will also appear higher up in your following feed or home feed. These are denoted with a red star to the right of the username. To use the favorites and following feature, simply tap on the Instagram logo in the top left corner of your dashboard and choose the one you want to see. If you click on the Favorites tab, you'll see an Add Favorites feature. The accounts you most often visit or like will show up there to add as favorites. Yes, the gram knows who you're stalking. You can add up to 50 favorites and change your list whenever you want. Users are not notified when they're added or taken off a favorite list. So if you get tired of seeing the same couple's kids every day, you can go ahead and remove them. The Favorites function allows users to see their favorites in chronological order as well so Instagram users have control over everything. No Twitter dual-tab feature replay here. If you don't want a favorite list to disturb your perfect home feed, you need not have one. Everything here is optional. When a global company like Samsung, Microsoft, or Nvidia has its data stolen, images of clandestine operatives hammering away at keyboards in a darkened room come to mind. Individuals capable of such actions must be well-trained, and possibly even state-funded. As a mad titan once said, reality is often disappointing. It turns out the mastermind behind the recent Microsoft data breach might just be a UK teenager living with his mother. According to a Bloomberg report, security researchers investigating the recent string of high-profile hacks said they managed to trace the attacks, in part, to a 16-year-old English teenager. The report does not name the minor and UK law enforcement has made no public accusations against him at this point in time. The teen is believed to be the mastermind behind a few of the major attacks, including the recent Microsoft breach. The group managed to access an internal Microsoft Azure DevOps server. Here they lifted around 37 gigs of source code from projects like Microsoft Bing and Cortana. The teen was so quick and efficient that it was first believed his actions were automated, according to investigating researchers. The teenager may be one of several responsible for the intrusions. Another teenager based in Brazil may also be involved. The group, which calls itself Lapsus, appears to be driven by a desire for monetary gain and notoriety. It appears to enjoy that last one a little too much. It has an active Telegram account with 33,000 subscribers on its main channel. Here it posts screenshots of recently lifted data, announcements of new leaks, attacks, and calls to buy access to companies. It also uses it to interact with its fan base. This may be what researchers mean when they told Bloomberg the group doesn't have very good operational security practices. Members of the group went as far as to join Zoom calls of the companies they've hacked to taunt employees. While it might be pleasant for the group to bask in the publicity and notoriety it's receiving, 
we don't think they were paying attention to the story of Icarus, the moral of which is, if you're too ambitious, you may be felled by your own hubris. The group's time in the spotlight may soon come to an abrupt end. In future, you might well have to provide your biometric data to mobile service providers when obtaining a new cell phone number. The same applies when applying for a SIM swap, so saith the Independent Communications Authority of South Africa. A new set of draft regulations from the regulator is explicit about the need for MSPs to collect user biometric data. The requirement is a part of a larger set of changes to the country's numbering plan regulations from 2016. Most of these changes only really affect service providers like Vodacom or MTN, but the biometric requirement will directly impact the everyday person. The new amendment to the regulations, 6A, which governs activation, deactivation and recycling of numbers, calls for biometric data collection. Specifically, the licensee must ensure that it collects and links the biometric data of the subscriber to the number, upon application of a new phone number. Whoever sold you your phone contract must also make sure that up-to-date biometric data is kept on file. This extends to SIM swaps, which seems to be the major reason for the requirement. If a subscriber requests a SIM swap, the licensee must ensure that the biometric data of the user requesting the SIM swap corresponds with the biometric data associated with the mobile number. If the biometric information doesn't match, the swap must be declined. MSPs are also only supposed to use their new collection of identifying information for user authentication. How this will be enforced is left a mystery. Just what forms this biometric data must take is also left mysterious. The amendment defines it as the measurement and statistical analysis of people's unique physical and behavioural characteristics. Under this definition, a voice password, thumbprint, iris scan or facial recognition could conceivably be used. Thumbprints would probably be the simplest to implement and the easiest to spot. If someone rocks up to a SIM swap holding a severed thumb, they should probably be arrested. ECASA's changes to the numbering plan regulations are open to public comment until the 11th of May 2022. If you forget to have your say right away, Dear South Africa will probably email you a reminder soon. Thanks for listening to Stuff's Tech Byte. We'll be back again on Monday with all the local and international tech news you might have missed.